yeah, so I guess Christopher West, um, he has been such this dominant voice in the theology of the body interpretation for so long. And I think that there is a gap in not his understanding, but like the way that he talks about it and our understanding of theology of the body because he has been so influential. Because his like conversion in into this is is very much a conversion of, oh, my body's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And like that's something that I've struggled with personally. Like, oh, my body's not a bad thing, right? But I think like that was such a given because that was preached to every that was like preached a lot when I was a kid. It's like your body's not a bad thing. I was like, cool, I get it. awesome. Like now, okay, what about the what about the spiritual dimension? Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that's uh, bound in leather and print to ship. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick, and this is a podcast called The Crunch, where we try to find out if Catholics can be funny. And according to a couple of strangely attractive seminarians, that jury is still out. Ethan, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I I was intimidated by Joey from the Logos podcast because he was so uh, he was so lean and slender, lean and, and yet and yet and, and yet defined. I think the the word I'm looking for is lithe. I think is how I he was lithe. Him. Is he that was, what is he was? <laughs> he was lithe. He I was think, a, well, he was an instrument used for <laughs> for harvesting corn and wheat. No, he That's was a. He was a tool. He was a tool used to quickly spin wood and shape it into a, a particular piece a of like a, a lathe. A lathe. <laughs> I thought that was uh, a town in Kansas. Don't ever don't. The podcast is over. Comedy podcast is done. Don't ever make fun <laughs> of Olathe ever again. In my I, life. I had a friend in college who was from Olathe and I mispronounced it. I was like, oh, I have a Olathe? friend who's from Kansas. He's from like Alethe or something. And she was like, wow, you it's mispronounced over. it. I was like, listen, listen, first of all, first of all, fair, fair. Sorry. I didn't mean to mispronounce your homeland. Second of all, uh, suburbs don't get to do that. That's my opinion. Suburb towns that's... don't get to feel important enough to be named, you know? Well, Patrick, it is named after a Native American tribe. So it looks like. If they were that important, they'd still be around. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize to... Well. Well. (laughs) If there was a group of um, Alathians still around, I would apologize. Who was it that I was talking to? It was about... We were talking about mascots, about the... um, Oh my gosh, who was it? There's like, uh, we were talking about, we we're talking about Native American mascot controversies because the, uh, the Florida State oh, Seminoles. The Seminoles are back. Oh. Yeah. The Seminoles. Excuse me, sir. Oh. Um, not, not in this house. Not in this, not in this gator house. All right. Oh. Um, the, the Seminoles are allowed to keep their mascot. I think it's because yes. the Seminole tribe is like super into it. They love like it. Cool with it. And because they're cool with it, do you know what they get to have at the beginning of every game? They get to have like a 
a Native a American warrior yeah. with a horse and like a uh -huh. thug that he slams into the ground at the beginning of yeah. the game. It's awesome. Uh, right. It's awesome. And and the Washington commanders have like a little guy in a hat walk out and issue orders to oh, his oh, brigadier generals. And that's that's all that they can do. Culture. That that's culture. But it's, there was uh... it's American culture. That's for sure. Oh, it was my friend. It was my friend Michael. He was he he went to um he went to a, a a college that I guess will remain nameless, and he was complaining because he was like they had a they had their mascot was named after a Native American tribe that no longer exists, mm. and so they had to change the name because they didn't have a tribe to be like no this is cool, and they tried to like issue an apology to like local native american tribes but those native american tribes are like we don't care that you're the yeah. the yeah. fighting you know i'm not gonna make up a name sure. but you know what i mean sure yeah and um, they're busy fighting yeah. a lot of socioeconomic issues and sure uh, yeah but it was just it was just funny are. it was just now like now the the one trace of this tribe has been permanently wiped away uh it's a crazy I, thing because like yeah. the state of Kansas is named after a Native American tribe, you know? Indeed. And I get I get that Kanza is not necessarily maybe an offensive uh term such as redskin or reds. So I get Oh, that. is that Kanza Catholic? Is that why it's called that? That's why it's called the Kanza Catholic, Whoa. is because it's yeah, 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 yeah. But it is kind of a, a bummer because a lot of the people I know a lot of people with Redskins gear and they're like, what do I do with this now? This is a very yeah. 2019 discourse point, but definitely uh, super. Yeah, but but it's relevant because you go to Florida State and you're a Seminole and nope. uh, Incorrect. and you're and you're going, whoa, whoa, daylight comes. We don't want to go home. And then you win the football game. Yep. Is that correct? That's what happened. Can I tell you? Can I tell you why I'm in a good mood right now? Why? Because I got roasted over here, and you didn't. Yes, and we'll talk about it in a second. If you just look over here to my right, my son is not sleeping in that closet anymore. That's huge. So He's in a room. I, I can use my full vocal range. Wow. Which means that's do you know incredible. What that means? Do you know what that means, Patrick? What does that means? I'll tell you what it means. It means I'm back. I've been <laughs> yeah. Away. I'm yeah, okay. I'm back on the podcast. I'm back on Twitter, <laughs> tweeting bangers. All it took was Amber Rose replying LMAO, LMAO under my tweets, and now they're doing great. A lot of engagement, more than whenever you would tweet me. I guess. So, I guess that's that's fair. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should like pay her ten dollars to comment under all of my tweets. No, you know? we just make tweets. We just we start. We change our whole media strategy, and we just start making things that Amber thinks is funny, and. She just responds. She LMAO. does. She does now. She, her, her Twitter yeah. knows that she generates controversy. Mm -hmm. Um, good dude, for that her. That good for her. Yeah. I, yeah. dude, I found the guy. The guy that was like commenting at you for like a Which long guy? time. I, like the 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 guy that was like have something to share, Ethan. I found oh, his yeah. profile. I found his LinkedIn. It took everything I had not to. <laughs> yeah. It took everything out, but it wouldn't have been fair because he's just like a tiny little account and it was clear he was like still in college and I'm an adult yeah. man with a job right. and a pot. Like right. it, it, if you have a really large audience, it's not fair to use that large audience and just pummel someone into the ground. Right. 
hypothetically. I think, hypothetically. <laughs> I think um, so my, my theory is a lot of people. So this guy, there was a guy, this is crazy. So there was a guy, a gentleman who responded to our friend Amber Rose. We were on her podcast. You should listen to it. And uh, <laughs> she posted her engagement photos and oh, yeah. they were fine, really normal funny. engagement photos. And this guy responds and he's like, according to Catholic teaching, you cannot hold hands or kiss before marriage. And he posted all these sources, but like half of them were in Latin. Like nobody could read them. So no one could actually verify what he was saying. And he was just saying, I guess you guys don't believe in Catholic doctrine. And everyone was like, we would believe it if you posted sources in English, bro. Like we can't, yeah. <laughs> we can't verify what you're saying. Um, and I quote tweeted him and I said, post a picture of your face because <laughs> <laughs> not because For I want to shame reason. him, not because I want to shame him. And I think a lot of times people will see that and be like, oh, Ethan, that's mean. You're like, you're trying to figure out if this guy's actually ugly and therefore making it okay to dunk on him. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, you're I just think that if you're ugly. not, if you're not willing to take a photograph of your face and yeah. put it online, then yeah. you don't get to say insane crap to people. No, you, know, like, you have to if back that up. If your face is out there and you are willing to own it and willing to risk whatever it entails, say whatever you want. But if you're hiding behind a crusader picture, you don't get to you don't get to say stuff. So I think my new strategy on Twitter to maximize my time left on this planet is post a picture of your face. Is is I'm just gonna start I'm gonna start agreeing with right wing talking points because I am I'm in this unique position where I agree with the people on the far right much more than anyone suspects of me. But I also think that all of them are losers. And so I can kind <laughs> of I can kind of play both sides. Yeah, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I then like we can this. start to this make is- some money, man. <laughs> <laughs> we can start selling e-commerce dropshipping products that we get yes. from China and say American made because we printed something on them in America. That's not what I was thinking, but if you would like to do that. No? Go right ahead. Everybody, buy our water filtration system. Is that something that people sell via drop shipping? Well, I mean, no, but that's a common thing that uh, that right-wing guys sell because one of the things that they promote on their shows is an attitude of the world is collapsing, so you need to be self-sufficient. And so uh. they sell things like water filtration systems and food insurance. Um, Glenn Beck sold food insurance and food I'll insurance? never forget that because I remember thinking, do I so like just... if I buy a potato and it's bad, I can get I can get a new potato. No, I think it's like if supply chain breaks down, they'll send you food. But it's like in, in what, what universe breaks down, if they can't get you... food to grocery stores, are they gonna how the are you going to get food to your house? And yeah. so Alex Jones Glenn sells Beck. like emergency preparedness like mres you know like he sells those food liability insurance what how have i never Mm. heard of this you didn't listen to glenn beck in 2012 no why would i why would i listen to because you had conservative parents yeah i did and obama was in president it's for it looks like it's for business bakers caterers commercial kitchens farmers markets food carts food festivals food trucks Food. Oh, no, 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 no. That's if you the the food liability insurance. It sounds like if you get sued because you're yeah, because someone food because your meat is raw. 
it's like we don't medical malpractice. Food yeah, insurance for boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not that's bringing up websites I don't need. Food insurance prepper. That's maybe he's gonna get me to the right spot. My Patriot Supply. That's what there I'm it is. looking for. There looking it for. is. Holy yeah. cow. Okay. So they ship fast, as you'd expect, from the original and largest Patriot survival company. Our emergency food storage kits have a shelf life of up to 25 years. When you're ready for That's real preparedness, crazy. make sure to look for Ready Hour Foods from My Patriot Supply. This is not sponsored, but man, I think I might have to invest. You They're know, 25, 25 year long supply. I could get a bucket of creamy chicken flavored rice that'll last me for 25 years, Patrick. 25 years. And surely by that time, I'll figure out how to hunt. You know, it's really just to kind of. <laughs> it's kind of tied you over, you know? Yeah. We seven. You Here's could get seed is, packets. Seed What's packets, the deal yeah. of the day? You do the podcast. I'm going to shop. Okay. So while Ethan is doing that, I am going to figure out uh, the best. We had an we had a really successful episode years ago on how to start a grift. And we, we didn't did. even. We do it. We didn't. This was a key part of starting a grift, by the way. It was. Um, doing you it? fear monger and then you sell the thing that's the solution it's like your your show supply and demand. one long sale this is only this pen yeah leverage and you know the stock exchange business terms we all know this um nascar our I problem mean, nasdaq nasdaq our <laughs> yeah i trade on the nascar i trade on the nascar <laughs> <laughs> the nascar what's your what's your what's your stock what's your what's your ticker the daytona it, 500 is actually just an index of of the top 500 companies <laughs> in daytona <laughs> how has nobody ever made that joke the daytona 500 in the nascar or the, i'm sure somebody has made it that's really funny what's your ticker mine's 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 dej you can find me dollar sign dej for dale earnhardt jr Taylor Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> Look up, you can invest. Do not invest in Dale Earnhardt Sr. That is not going to get you any good returns for he died tragically on the racetrack. <laughs> Instead of the graph going up and to the right, it just goes to the left, to the left, to the left, to the left, to the left. <laughs> <laughs> as, yeah. you see, our, as you can see, our profits are as somewhat you can see, circular. Our projections are just infinite. <laughs> it just goes really fast. <laughs> we have invented perpetual motion. They're going fast and they're going left. Have you seen that video? Probably. It's a guy who's just like absolutely hammered. The sun is directly above him. It's new. Oh, yeah. He yes. is gone. He's gone. And he's, he's like, disappeared. It's a great day in the racetrack. They're going fast and they're going left. It's great. Patrick, should we podcast live from a NASCAR race? <laughs> Do you think? Maybe. Would we get killed? Like, would we, would they look at our tiny pale bodies and say, you don't belong here? Dude, I talk about NASCAR more often than you would think. It's I I It's your Roman Empire. Tell a story. I tell a story. It is my Roman Empire. I tell a story about there's a there's an analogy in the DE sales pitch about NASCAR and that's all I'll say. And okay. I say that analogy about NASCAR every like 3 times a day every day for weeks. Look so at you. I think about NASCAR three times a day so pretty so it's uh yeah it's it's um it's a lot but that is a lot um i where were we what were we talking about before we were talking we're about podcasting the- live at nascar <laughs> daytona 
the top 500 companies a day. Daytona is such a small little town. It would be the uh, most inaudible podcast of all time because we would get a few words in and then just <laughs> how, are, how, how is how is podcast but outside doing? Because that was know. a funny little bit they did. They would like yeah, go outside and do a podcast. On the gram. That was a cool idea. We kind of I think we if we could seize the day, Carpe we could just do podcast. That. We could podcast, podcast outside. Outside. What are they up to? Podcast but outside. They have 142,000 followers. Um, they're doing well. I would say. That's good to hear. Yeah. Like they're they're uh they they yeah, they're just they're it looks like they're doing really well. <laughs> and we oh, we have so far to go, Patrick. We have so far to hey, go. Hey, look, if you if you felt like we had nowhere to go, then that would mean we've plateaued and we've not plateaued. We're going up and to the left. We're right. never gonna plateau. We're never gonna plateau. No, we're always no. we're always improving. Again. We're always growing. Again, did we're we never plateau? gonna plateau again. Yeah, we did plateau. But once. we never fell off. Hey, we're back to our pre-crunchback numbers, guys. Crunchback of Notre Dame was a mistake. We'll never do it again. I promise. People don't we're know never what that gonna is. Read. I'll we tell people what that was. We did like a bonus podcast thing where we like read through the Hunchback of Notre Dame every by week. Victor Hugo. By Victor Hugo, we thought it was going to be fun for our listeners. They did not like it. Our pay, we, everybody we lost, left. Patreon. We lost hundreds of dollars in hundreds of dollars. So, and we finally got it back. And I think we should do Les Mis. You want to do another book? Yep, I think we should. I think we should say welcome. Get out. <laughs> I think we should do Les Mis the musical with Hug Jackman. Hug. He really liked that joke. I thought it was really funny. Hug Jackman. <laughs> Huge jacked man. Huge. Huge. Dude, Huge that, jacked man. I, I thought you sent that Donald Trump eating beans video to the podcast account because you were thinking of recreating it yourself. And I was like, no, please don't do that. Please don't really do that. Funny. That would be really disgusting. good. My son really enjoys beans. Have I talked about this on the podcast? No, but I think now's the time. My my son Leo enjoys black beans um, straight from the can, not cooked or heated up at all. Sometimes we heat them up, we mash them, and we like put them on bread with hummus, a hummus and black bean sandwich, a good old HBB, Sammy. That sounds and disgusting. It does sound, it's, but he it's loves it. A lot it. of starchy uh-huh, kind uh-huh. of feeling in the mouth, you know? Phoebe goes, Phoebe goes, these beans smell like Leo's poop. I'm like, no, Phoebe, Leo's poop yes, just smells, smells like, like beans, beans because he's beans. Yeah. I, I took Leo over to Grandpa and Nana's house uh-huh. on Sunday, uh-huh. and Dad just kind of watched him, and I did my thing. Sunday I just hung stroll. out. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. And my dad, I, I forget why. I had like, oh, I had to move things around. I went to my parents' sure. house, and I and they had stuff they had to move, and so I was like, I'll do it because right. Dad right. turned 60, and so he's old now. So he's done. And <laughs> we're good. And so... I'm moving things around. I'm like, dad, can you feed Leo dinner? And he's like, sure. And my dad has, I get back and my you dad. Come downstairs, is, your dad is breastfeeding your child. <laughs> no, worse. He is feeding him directly out of the can because Leo ate all the beans that I put in a bowl for him. And the can, which was freshly opened, is more than halfway done. Oh, wow. And my dad's like, he just keeps eating. He just and I'm keeps like, eating beans. Because you keep feeding him. <laughs> feeding but him beans. That's all he had for dinner was just like two thirds of a can of beans beans and dude beans. 
And how was he afterwards? He was out. He was like, like I am. He passed full. out. I am beaned up. I am ready Dang. to go to sleep. And he went to bed and he was like, I am out. He was so, like in an episode of Star Trek. Scotty, beam, bean me up. Bean me up, Scotty. Bean yeah, me up, I Scott just, word. It, he is just so, he is he is thriving. He is caffeinated. He is moisturized mm-hmm. and he is full of beans. He's beanful. As every baby should be. Yeah. That's cool. My son, he doesn't eat beans yet. No, I he'd like to. Does he, he chew does, things? Do you have head control? Well, he's ten months he's, old. Oh, he's got he's got he's got control. Oh yeah, he sits wazoo. up. Yeah, he sits up. He's doing all kinds of things. He likes the meatball. That's the that's Ooh. the new. You put a you put a meatball in front of my son. <laughs> you, you would think that you've just fed a dog that's been starved for weeks because he <laughs> just. Like, he kind of it's he splits his time evenly between grabbing it with his fingers and just putting his full head on the table and sucking like the vacuum from Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy to watch cuz I I like look over once and he's like delicately like there's that song playing in the background and he's expertly spinning it his mouth. Spring spring bulb by Maltese Falcon. And then the next moment I look over and he's and it's just like, brother, that is not what you think it is. And oh, I need man. you that, to having you having back. kids. Having kids is so fun. If you're on the fence, just go for it. Just do it. What are you talking? Like, what great. are you waiting for? It's, it's not great, expensive. Man. Everyone's lying no. about how much it costs. It does not cost five hundred thousand dollars to raise a kid. The only reason it does is if you send them to private school and hire a nanny. But what you, what people don't tell you is that with Catholic school, you can just dress them up in the same outfit as everyone else and just send them in there, and they'll get to the right spot. They won't notice. They won't notice. So, do just do. Why don't I don't understand why more just, people don't do that? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I did see a post on Reddit. This kid was complaining about how at their school they've they've launched this new program to curb phone usage. Sure. And they're they're making all of these kids buy, have these ele- uh, magnetic pouches mm. to to place the phone in, and then they get magnetically locked, and then they have the pouch with them all day, but the phone is locked inside. Yeah, and apparently the the district got like eight hundred thousand dollars to buy all these uh, buy all these bags for these phones, and this kid is like, this sucks. And uh, I was thinking about that, and I was like, man, people. Adults still haven't figured out that kids are infinitely more resourceful than them because kids have way more time to think about how to evade rules and procedures than adults do. Adults are like, I got to freaking pay the mortgage. I got to get the gas bill turned on and I got to, I got to go to get my tires rotated. Like they're thinking about all those things. Kid is like, how do I be on Twitter five minutes more per day every day for the rest of my life? Yeah. That's what they're thinking about. They're going to, if why don't we just put I've thought about this put teenagers in charge of the government <laughs> that's the show that's the show that's a good that's idea the show that's the I think show. I think we don't lead with that maybe it's kid it's kid uh it's kid nation but it's teenage nation that's a bad idea it's kids bop but instead of them singing bops we bop them on the head with hammers kids and bop it's a show where we hit kids. Um, yeah. 
No, anyway, I think I think the bag thing is a good idea, but there's yeah. no way that they haven't broken those things open at least a couple. I'm pretty of sure times. you can just buy a key that'll unlock it on Amazon for ten bucks. Probably the the crazy the crazy thing that I don't think um, adults understand. My my mom works with uh, kids that have behavior issues, and mm. so she she talks about this sometimes um, anonymously, of course, because HIPAA. Um, which is a which is a big scary hippopotamus that'll attack you if you reveal private health information. That's what I. That's isn't, what I've been told. isn't hippo one of the backyardigans? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and she works with these parents that are having kids that have kids with behavior issues, and a lot of times she's like, you know, that you can just like take the iPad, right? She won't stop watching the iPad. Take it. You can just have it. You can put it in you the fridge. Just- you could just take it. You could actually sell it. You could. You could in a dramatic, it. a dramatic show of force. You could snap it over your knee like a clipboard. You know it's crazy when my son has a pen that I don't want him to have anymore. I just take it, and he cries for two seconds, and then he stops. Mm. And his mom feels really bad, but I don't. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's the thing about is, that's the man. thing about guys is is not feeling dads. bad when their kid is crying, when their wife can't. Yeah. That's the whole. That's that, the whole that vocation. To, to Leo, Leo's kind of Leo's kind of regressing in his sleep, and he's crying mm. a lot when he goes to mm-hmm. bed. He's crying for more than five minutes, which he was. Dude, we, he would like cry for a second, then go right to bed. It was glorious for a couple months. And Phoebe's sitting there like on the on the bed, like, "This is okay, right?" I'm like, "Yes, honey, it's okay." Mm. I was like, "Hey, look at this funny reel," and our son is screaming in the other <laughs> room. The She's like, "Are you gonna go get him? It's been five minutes." And I was like, "I actually was not gonna go get him, but I will." Sorry. <laughs> like, look That's at look literally... at Ethan sent me this bean thing. <laughs> it's a bean. Thirty minutes ago, me and Emma were watching. We were watching Arrested Development, and Peter was just yeah. screaming in the next room, which was really funny to just see, like Michael Bluth, you know, interacting with his family in a bunch of high drinks, and then my son just ah in the next room, not knowing that we're enjoying ourselves. Yes. <laughs> hey. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Um, we're 25 minutes in. I suppose if you yeah. feel if you mm. feel like it, since we're deep enough into the episode that all the casuals will have left by now, if you keep messing with the camera, I'm going to kill you. I am blurry and I want to be clear for the boys and girls. <laughs> Sorry, just the way that you said that was really funny. I am blurry and I <laughs> I will be clear on this, but let now let oh, let, let me let me be clear. Oh. oh. Oh, there's so many thoughts rushing through my head. <clears throat> I'm thinking of the all these Harry Potter <laughs> parodies of people imitating the kids at the chessboard scene. Uh-huh. And it's like just Ron screaming to Harry about his need to be clear for the podcast. And he goes, not me, not Hermione, you. But it's just instead of going forward to fight Voldemort, it's like getting your video settings right, which is just stupid. There's like no way to communicate why I thought that was funny in my head. No, there's you've lost me and everyone I'm, else. But now, the, now, now that the casuals are definitely gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk, about, talk the about Christopher West thing. We can just yeah. we can just tear into it briefly. 
so since we have the, no other topic know, for today. For those who don't know, I I uh, on a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was a couple of months ago, yeah. I made some jokes about Christopher West. Uh, I I goofed you didn't make on jokes about Christopher West. You you made comments about the theology of the body. Yeah. Well, first I, I made goofed. jokes about Christopher West, and they didn't get any airtime on the yeah. show. And uh, so I made some comments about the theology of the body, and uh, and you know we we got a phone call from the TOB Institute, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna react to those." And I'm like, "Great, let's do great. it." I'm perfect. In. And um, that that video released today. By the time you're hearing this on Sunday, it released last week, etc. And um, yeah, it, I I I I pretty much I I pretty much stand by what I said. Actually, I know that that's uh, probably not what some folks wanted to hear but um chris had some really great points about how uh so what i said was chris west christopher west i think i think you can refer to him as chris but if you're saying the whole name you gotta go christopher west yeah that's fair so this was i'll say this to the to the audience i don't know if i would say this to christopher west himself because it (laughs) may it may it may come across as mere flattery but what I said was uh, overemphasis on marriage, emphasize celibacy. Celibacy teaches more marriage more than marriage teaches celibacy. Um, what I actually said was uh, celibacy. Marriage has nothing to teach celibacy that celibacy doesn't already know about itself. I do stand by that. I think that the concept of celibacy and the constant marriage. Now, I think what I will say, and I'm out of the weeds. I'm going to out of the weeds in a second. Individual married people can teach individual celibate people things about celibacy because that's just how like Christian life works. But I think that as a whole, celibacy is higher than marriage. And so like celibacy is higher than marriage. The beatific vision is higher than celibacy. Beatific vision. Never mind. It doesn't matter. It does matter. Okay, fine. I'll explain it then. Well, here's the thing is I think. I think that at a very fundamental level. Christopher West sees marriage as the key to everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why he disagreed with you. And you yes. just disagree fundamentally that marriage is the key to everything, which I think is the reason that so many things happened was because theology of the body teaches that marriage and sexuality is the key to everything. And so you saying marriage and sexuality is not the key to everything's very clearly set off some alarm bells in the people who teach and know theology of the body. Yeah, I think that I think that's a fair I think that's a fair assessment. What Chris what what Chris I'm willing I'm willing to be wrong about that celibacy thing, by the way. I am I am open to that. Um I think that we should have a conversation about it. What he said was that uh John Paul II says they shine light on each other. Um I think that's fair. From my perspective, I see a lot of marriage shines light on celibacy and not the other way around. Right. Now, so just like that, your lived experience as a man who's married, what kind of celibacy, yes. what does celibacy do to your marriage? Yeah. And Not my lived experience, and this is, and Chris is like, this is what I've spent my whole life talking about, right? Like we need to see, we need to use marriage and see it as a, as a key, to like understand God. And I think that that's exactly my point is like, I've grown up in a world that has always had Christopher West in it. Like my, I, I was a baby when he was reading right. TOB for the first time. I might not even right. have been born yet. And so my entire TOB experience has been formed through marriage helps us understand God and marriage helps us understand celibacy and celibacy is kind of like marriage. And so my kind of like 
maturing in TOB is the other way around of like mm-hmm. celibacy has something to teach us about marriage in the same way that the beatific vision has something to teach the celibate man and woman of how they are supposed to live on earth. And I guess like my, my kind of uh, gripe with theology of the body as it's presented is that it's not a theology, it's not theology of the body. It's reductive. It's a theology of the human person and the human person is more than a body. And what I was accused of was rejecting the body. However, <laughs> I think that there's one extreme going in one way of rejecting the body, one extreme going rejecting the soul, not rejecting the soul, but you know what I mean. Um, Denying the spiritual. I, yeah, it, uh, uh, overemphasizing the lower in order to understand the higher. And then there's a de-emphasizing the lower in order to overemphasize the higher. I think I'm guilty of that second one, if I'm guilty of anything. And I'm willing to be wrong about that. Um, but yeah, so I guess Christopher West, um, he has been such this dominant voice in the theology of the body interpretation for so long. And I think that there is a gap in not his understanding, but like the way that he talks about it and our understanding of theology of the body, because he has been so influential. Because his like conversion in into this is, is very much a conversion of, oh, my body's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something that I've struggled with personally, like, oh, my body's not a bad thing. Right. But I think like that was such a given because that was preached to every, that was like preached a lot when I was a kid. It was like, your body's not a bad thing. I was like, cool. I get it. Awesome. Like now, okay. What about the, what about the spiritual dimension? Um, there's a lot in, there's a lot in theology of the body that gets underemphasized because it gets reduced to chastity and purely physical things. And so I think there's room in the TOB discussion to talk about something else and to, to, to overemphasize other things. Um, but yes, I, I was dunked on live. And also I don't think, I don't think that, I think that he reacted to it live. And so he didn't like, it's also a, it's a, it's a comedy podcast. So is he, is he expecting to hear, you know, a theological opinion? No, of course not. Um, right. Right. But, what did what did suck was he was like ah they're denying the incarnation which whoo, be careful <laughs> you can't just yeah. say that about someone because they'll lose yeah. a book deal um and i'm just kidding that's not gonna happen Dang. <laughs> hey man i have a job too that i could lose for denying the incarnation it's true you could because it's a catholic organization so it's it's not i wouldn't but everyone would be vastly disappointed in me if i did yeah yeah uh i i have two thoughts of a meta nature thought number one um, I'm glad that I don't know anything about theology or philosophy because <laughs> you just can't get in trouble. You it's know, true. it's easier to become a saint if you don't ever talk about theology. I, I know enough to feel superior to the average person. And that's about all I need, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I just don't, I was realizing today as we were talking to the logos guys and then all this Christopher West stuff, I'm like, man, I really don't know anything. And that's good. It's good that I don't know anything, <laughs> you know, like the things that I care about learning in my life are like, I need to learn when to plant apple trees in my backyard. You know, that's the kind of stuff yeah. that I need to know about. Like, I don't really like, it's important, especially mm-hmm. if I want to like teach about it, but I, I, I need to be informed enough to answer questions and, but I don't need to become like a teacher. And I, I think that's okay. I think yeah. the second meta comment is 
as we grow in our fame and or notoriety, um, we got we got to start watching what we say. Oh we boy, gotta, do we! We, we got to start being <laughs> we got to start being careful. Oh man, <laughs> never yeah. never uh-huh. have Patrick and I had to worry about saying things that would make people upset because before no one listened no one, to our podcast. No heard about our? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah the, the, I was I was sitting in that room. It was that room over there. I was sitting in that room over there, and I was thinking, Christopher West. Are you kidding me? The guy who? What does he care? What we have to say? He's yeah. never going to listen to this. He's he's set. You know, it's like a little Chihuahua yapping at a Doberman. You know, that's mm. how. That's I was like, that's got to be because the Doberman. guy's a pat. The, the guy is so secure that to disagree with him is perceived as disagreeing with the church. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of crazy. And, right. And so like, I was like this guy, but then I got that email and I was like, well, it's been a fun, it's been fun podcasting. Right. I guess I'm fired. I'm going to get this fired is the, off my own this, podcast. This is the closest we've ever actually gotten to say goodbye to your precious podcast. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is actually, Phoebe listened to it and she was like, this is not good. She was like, this really? is bad. Yeah. Well, I, a lot of, a lot of it was like, he would respond to something that I said and I, I don't, he wasn't really like addre- addressing directly what I said. Is that, sure. is that he fair? Was, he was using the, the, the stuff that we said in the podcast to launch into a teaching moment yes, about the stuff we were talking about. And yes. fine. Yes. Yeah. And which is good. the whole point of the video. The whole point of the video was that people often misconstrue theology of the body and in our joking banter section of that podcast a few weeks ago, we misconstrued the theology of the body. And so Christopher yeah. West was uh, laying out a teaching moment, which is good. Yes. Yeah. I great. think if I think that he and I could have a great conversation about the, you know, the relationship between celibacy and marriage. And I think I would learn. A, I know. Sorry. I know I would learn a lot. Yes. Uh, yes. From that and I would be I would love that conversation because I mean, I would get a week off from the podcast. <laughs> And I think that'd be great, but that wasn't the point of the video. I, but it, it because unfortunately, because um, uh, it it was like, oh, Patrick said this, and then you know he said, and John Paul II says this, and this is the heresy of Manichaeism and iconoclastic, etc. That made it sound as if I were those things, which I don't right. think that he. I don't think meant. he was not intending to cause yeah. heretics. If mm-hmm. he was, Christopher West is a good enough of a man. That if he actually thought that we were committing heresy, he wouldn't just like spout off about it Dunk. on a YouTube live yeah. stream. <laughs> he would he would like call us and be like, "Hey, you have influence over people. You're stop. committing these heresies. Please stop." Yeah. So I don't think that's yeah. not at all what he was saying. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, but "If he was you, like, oh no, this is bad." <laughs> right? Phoebe was like, "No, my husband's a mannequin. A mannequin. <laughs> what do I do? I do it." Um. So I. So now I'm like, should I lock my Twitter account? Like, what if they find my Maybe. tweets? You know, like, what no, if someone? I think, I think it'd be, I think it'd be really funny. Hold on, this is this is the bit. This is the bit where we go for it. Uh-huh. I do a response video where I play the mannequin clip, and I just go like on a really like offended, like just so upset, and it slowly becomes clear that I thought he said mannequin. Mm, that is. I, funny. How dare you? That is really funny. How dare you? I am not smooth down there. I have genitals, Chris, as you might be happy to hear since you love them so much. 
He's here's what's gonna happen is we're gonna keep what? doing podcasts like this. He's gonna keep taking taking clips, and we're no just gonna, no no. Please don't. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna answer this and be like, Patrick Ethan, why do you want to be smooth down there? Don't be smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, Christopher. We don't want to be, be smooth. crumpled like this. I don't. No, I'm crumpled <laughs> down there. I promise. There's a lot of wrinkles. Uh, oh no! This I think this was an important note that my mom had on her desk. <laughs> oh no she's gonna be like who crumpled my paper and i'm gonna be like it was me with my woundedness no it was a, it was it was an image of the theology it was about, it was an you, you wouldn't get it you wouldn't get it. here watch yeah. this live stream you'll get here oh goodness but that I was think, fun i i had oh, never i've never jumped out of my seat so if someone was like patrick they're roasting you live and i was like i didn't know he was gonna do it live 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 <laughs> i knew pod. it was gonna be a video but i didn't know they were gonna oh. do it live that was funny yeah just it just made yeah. for quite an interesting day That's yeah for sure. anyway um yeah, definitely. Uh, if uh, Christopher, if you're watching this, uh, which is funny because last time I said he's never going to watch it, this time I'm saying he is. So you're probably not. I'm just assuming he's listening to every single episode. You and Jeff Bezos, the two eager listeners of our podcast. Um, Jeb. Yeah, re- reach out because he, I, uh, I I want I want you to correct my misunderstanding, like personally. I just it's it's very important to me, not just yeah. because I want my own misunderstanding to be uh, corrected. But because I do plan on talking about this more. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm wrong, I need to not be. <laughs> yeah. Because I could lead people into some dark places if if I'm wrong. So please yes. reach out and we'll have a conversation. And then the theology of the, the theology field will be that much clearer of, of minds. Should we get an HR department? You, you you mean like a standards and practices department? That's what you want. HR I'm, is like this person touched my butt and not in like a theology of the body way. They touched it in like a <laughs> what hmm. touching butts is part of the that's Katie Ruby. She talks about that all the time. She does. She's like everyone needs. I just weird, want but... I just want someone to to go to when I feel like you have gone too far. Oh, that's HR. Yeah, you. All right. HR. Okay. Cool. Cool. I cool, think cool. I. I thought you meant like we need someone to watch the podcast and be like, you can't say, you can't say that joke about the Olathe Indians. Well, that's what like, our wives are for. Can't. That's fair. Our wives meet my wife. Standard and practice. My two yes. wives. Standard and practice five hundred. <laughs> the S and P. I'm Patrick. I'm legitimately after the events of today and the certain things that have been set in motion. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I am, I am afraid. I'm afraid that something is going to get dredged. I'm afraid that they're going to muck rake and dredge. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to have all of my muck and my dredge exposed. (laughs) And I'm going to be, I'm going to be a gross little internet boy. They, they were very kind to us. They took the best clips. They They took the ones where I sounded the most coherent and smart. So I but what, appreciate but, but that. other people, but other people might not be as charitable as the Theology of the Body Institute YouTube channel. So, yeah. so what do I do? do should I delete my Twitter you're again? Wor- you're worried your chickens are going to come home to roost? I'm worried that my rooster is not even home to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I this is this is my like I I've been I've been trying to uh work on meaning what I say. Right? Mm. You know I have this problem. Yes. Meaning what I say. I'm going to be on the podcast at 8.30. Okay, I'm not. I should update Ethan, right? Like, at the very least, you know? This has been I'm a positive good. development in our relationship. Yeah. 
because truth is an important aspect of life. life. Jesus is truth. And so meaning what I say, et cetera. I think part of that, the other side of that is not necessarily doubling down on something you've said, but like recognizing the wrong that you've done in the past and saying that was bad. Oh, well, and then moving on and not doing like the false humility and the, Oh, I've changed and I've become a better, probably tip. Take so much more to learn. And (laughs) nothing like that. Just, I think the most masculine thing you can do is be like, Oh, that I stand by that, that, that was dumb. That was silly. Uh, that was not as silly as you're making it, but yeah. Okay. I can see what you're saying. Like, I think that's the best thing to do in these situations. So like, am I proud of everything I said in that Christopher West episode? No, I am not. And I think you deleted some stuff from the episode and I appreciate that (laughs) because I was off the cuff and I was frustrated about some other thing. And I took it, I found a thing to take it out on that I thought Mm -hmm. was never going to hurt me. And I was wrong. And that was wrong and stupid and dumb and bad. We're all just little specks of dirt on this big bloom marble. And we're trying to find ways to control other specks of dirt. And it's, and we're going to have a little dirt army and we're going to take the dirt army and we're going to invade France. And then we're going to (laughs) go from France. (laughs) No, Calais is not part of France. It's rightfully part of the, of England. If you think about it, if you just annex every country and say it's yours, it belongs to you now. You know what? You know, if you just, you know, make the world, the the world bank dependent on your dollar and put an air force station in every country, they're just yours now. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that we did that. Man, I. Are we the baddies? No. No. No, yeah. certainly not. No. Well, that, that concludes our episode. Uh, Does we, it really? Wow. Well, we've, we've been going for about 45, and we got another episode to do. It's late at night. Um, you know, there's there's um, there's trouble in Gadget In Town. River City? Oh. Live, Gadget, what's the name of it? Um, Lazy Town. Lazy Town. There's, there's trouble in Lazy Town, and I... An unsuspecting claymation puppet have to join forces with a man with a mustache who wears a little blue cap who does flips. It does push-ups. And you are a are a girl who wears pink, and we are going to and we're going to join forces to stop the man the man. And and that's what the podcast is for the rest of time. Yep. The lazy pod, lazy the lazy boy. cast. Lazy yeah. boys. Well, we got to do the dating corner. Episode, anyway, so. I wouldn't worry too much, Ethan, about your chickens coming home to roost. You don't I think, think if, my rooster's out of the no, out of I think pocket? if someone if someone dredges up old stuff for you, I think you mm-hmm. should just say, yep, I said that I said the breast pump tweet and I stand by it. But here's my question for you. What's that? If someone corners you and says your co-host said these things and if you disavow them, we'll give you a million dollars. Would you disavow me if I was a worm? I would consider it, but I would ultimately not. A million dollars cash in the bank, same day wire. You'd say no, Ethan. 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 I can make a million dollars other ways. I can't make another friendship. Okay. I'd sell you out in like thirty seconds. I'd think about it, but then I would do it. Even knowing and then, that. 
And then I'd take the million dollars and I'd pay off my house and then I'd buy you a house and I would reclaim wow. the friendship. See, I'm thinking and you're not. And that's why. Actually, you're not thinking because I live in Florida and a million dollars doesn't even buy one house. So I can get you a bungalow. <laughs> I could get you a bungalow for 450. Yeah. A little K. bungalow. A little bungalow. 450K. 450K. I hope so. Three bed, two bath, 1700 square feet. I'd get you one of them. Where do you want to live? <laughs> <laughs> Where you want to live, huh? Yeah, just name your price. Oh, I sold man. you out for a can of beans. Um, that's the end of this show. We have a bonus show that we do every week on Patreon. And uh, if you like this episode, you'll like the bonus show. It's really fun. We talk a lot about the inner workings of the podcast, the inner workings of our minds, and we're also explicit. And uh, yeah. it's very fun. We, we talk about the things that Christopher West can't. We well, wouldn't there, even we are naked without shame. All right. Mm. That's where. <laughs> And that's where you want to be. And also, if you like what we're doing, we're just trying to do a comedy podcast from the perspective of the Catholic faith. And if you think that's an important project, give us five bucks on Patreon. I mean, that would be a huge uh, boon for our efforts. We're really trying to grow this thing, make it huge, and uh, get this particular message out there. So patreon.com slash the crunch is the place to go. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Just remember... I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna do a theology of the body quote, but um, just remember that you lost original innocence, but through God's grace, you can get it back or something like that. Just remember to always have love and responsibility. <laughs> God, Jesus Christ, when praying that they may all be one as you and I are one, thus opening vistas. Previously closed to Hubert Reason revealed that man, who is the only creature who willed for his own sake, is something something. That's got him its best. But I, I was supposed to, I was forced to memorize that for theology of the body class, and I did not. Von Michael Bonstein. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us, and we will be praying for you. And we'll see you next time.